Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. In our 26th episode, we're talking about help. Help is necessary for young children, but sometimes help isn't always helpful. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about this at the start of a new school year. Children are growing and capable of a great deal of many things. And sometimes what we perceive as needing help or what even a child perceives as needing help isn't necessarily so. We as humans are hardwired to help. We have succeeded this long in evolution history because we live in community. And in order to function as a community, we help one another. We strongly empathize with one another and that empathy drives us to care for one another. And one of the ways we show that caring for other uh, adults, peers in our community, in our family, and for the children in our care. Even strangers, we see this desire to help. I recognize myself in another. I recognize that you need help. I identify with that because I've needed help in the past. And so the desire is there to help Infants are really incapable. They absolutely depend on their parents, the adults in their community who are responsible for them. They absolutely depend on these adults for survival. As a child ages, that love for parent to infant persists. Even though a child becomes more capable, the instinct is still to help and sometimes even to do something for a child. An infant is incapable of dressing themselves. And so an adult puts on the socks and puts on the pants and does everything. And as this child grows, a two-year-old or a four-year-old, that love still drives the parent to help. It's sometimes intentional, wanting to tie those teeny tiny shoes. And sometimes it's just habit. This is what we've always done. We wake up in the morning and I make you breakfast and then I help you get dressed. We don't notice how much things have changed, how ready a child is for this next step. And so we help and it comes from this beautiful place. It comes from a place of love. It comes from wanting to be in community. And frequently, the child is not going to be the one to speak up and say, I do it myself. Some children are, I do it myself children, wanting to feed themselves, wanting to contribute and show you how big they are. And some children aren't. They're happy to receive that love that is shown to them. They're happy to be dressed or to be fed or to be tidied up for. However, the act of letting go, of allowing a child to struggle with that sock or to 
try with a spoon to get that applesauce to their mouth and, and you end up with applesauce on the neck and in their ear and everywhere except where it should be. That is also an act of love. It requires a lot of letting go and a lot of patience and a lot of sitting on hands on the part of the adult. But it all comes from a very good place. There's no judgment when a parent or other adult wants to help a child with something that the child is actually capable of. Because we know that it comes from this really good place. And sometimes we're in a hurry. I have to do something for you in order to get out the door. And sometimes it's absent-minded habit. And sometimes it's just tender caring. A grandparent who just can't believe this baby is already four and can put on their own shoes. Sometimes help is necessary. Again, living in community. I'm sorry I have to do this for you, but we have to put on shoes right now. I know you can do it, but right now this time I have to help you in order to get out the door, um, in order to be on time for something important. Um, because these are new shoes and you haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, and so sometimes help is necessary, even when a child is capable and even when both parent and child do recognize that a child is capable. Sometimes that extra help is necessary and it's important and it's totally valuable. Sometimes the child is the one who can identify, I need help. What do they mean by this? Sometimes uh, I need help means do it for me. I'm done trying and I, it's your turn to try now. Uh, you, you ask a child to help clean their room and the immediate response is, I need help. Uh, maybe they mean, I'd like company. Maybe they mean, I don't really feel like it, but if I say I need help, you'll pitch in too. And before we know it, I'm playing and you're actually doing what you asked me to do. You know your child best. And so when your child says, I need help, is it because they've climbed up too high and they actually are stuck and they need physical assistance climbing down? Is it because they want a friend to do it with them and you can come sit near them and slowly ease away? Or they need help with their homework, but really that just means you pull out a book and, and sit near them and read and they do their work side by side? Or is it just a little bit of encouragement? Is that what they're really meaning when they say, I need help? I want you to believe in me and I need to hear that you believe in me in order for me to believe in me. Sometimes a child will be trying something on their own. This is so clear when a child is trying to put on their own clothes, uh, when they're fastening a snap on their pants or trying for their own zipper or trying a puzzle and the piece just won't fit. And as an adult, we can see, well, it's upside down. If, if you just turn it right side up, everything will be fine. And it is 
so hard. It is nearly impossible to hold your tongue, to sit on your hands, to restrain your energy to the point where you are not disrupting this child's concentration. Because sometimes you see the frustration in the child that's coming because they know they're so close and they can't do it. Or the child is absolutely contented. The child is working at something and the desire to intervene is too strong. You can't watch the child fuss with the zipper for one more second. Oh, here, let me help you. Here, let me just do it for you. I'll fix it. But what is happening when we step in and help with something when a child doesn't actually need it? Sometimes when we just want to fix it for the child. They were so close. They were right on the edge of figuring out if they turned that puzzle piece right side up, that it would fit right in where it belongs. But they were just on the cusp of getting that zipper in exactly the right spot so that they zip up their own coat. And because of our impatience, or uh, not wanting to watch somebody you love so deeply, not be able to do something. That's really, really hard to watch somebody you love not be able to do something. But not sitting back takes away from the child that moment of learning, that moment of joy and confidence that happens when they see, I did it! And if you've ever been able to wait that extra minute, which feels like the longest minute in the history of the world, but if you were able to wait that extra minute and see the look on the child's face when they did do it all by themselves, when they figured out the puzzle or when they figured out how to make the button work, that is worth so much more than the relief of the impatience that comes from just doing it yourself. The frustration sometimes comes on the part of the child. of They've watched hands for years being able to do something. And now it's their hands they're watching and their hands are little and clumsy and they just can't make it work. And why won't it work? And everybody in the whole world can do a puzzle except me. Anybody else could be able to tie these shoes and not me. So how can we help a child in this situation to be able to get to that point of utter bliss of I did it myself? It's really hard. It's wanting to comfort a child when an adult steps in and says, oh, it's okay, we can try again next time, and just does it for them. But maybe is it possible to provide as much help as is necessary, as little help as possible? The help that gets the child just over the fence. And as the child grows, the amount of help that's required becomes less and less. The graph lines go in opposite directions as a child ages. 
an infant needs all the help in the world getting that coat on, and a five-year-old hardly needs anything. But maybe the two-year-old can put on her own jacket and can then come to you for zipping up. Or maybe the three-year-old needs help getting the long tooth into the zipper pull, or maybe needs a keychain or a ribbon attached to the zipper pull in order to be able to grasp it and use the strength to pull it all the way up to their chin. Or maybe a four-year-old just needs you to watch them. You watch me do it. I'll be here to watch you. You got it. Okay, keep going. You got, oh, that didn't work so well. It's okay. Try again. You can do it. Don't worry. I'll wait. You know your child best. What's the least help you can provide in order for your child to be successful? You know what that amount of help looks like. That is the best way to help your child, of knowing your child and giving them that help that is required when it's required and then rejoicing with them with every successive conquest of independence. Thank you. See you next time.